I'll be away for a bit. You need to ensure Tobias secures the porthole and Chase dispatches those arms. Once they come in you need to allocate them to the safe houses. I bark at Stefan. How long will you be gone? Fuck knows, shouldn't be too long though. I add convincingly, maybe more to me than him. Simple extraction, locate, extract, I ponder as I pack a shirt into my backpack before pushing the bike out of the garage. Don't we have church tomorrow? Church will continue. Service by Sarge. Everything continues as is. Just make sure the day-to-day runs as usual. The more normal things remain the less suspicion is raised. If anyone asks where I went, tell them I went to visit an ill relative. Aunt Patty. Sarge knows how to keep tabs on me. Stefan stands holding my gun as I try to reconfigure myself. I hate going away. Things always tend to turn to shit, when I do. Don't let Tobias get shitfaced in the bar. Also check in on him when if gets distracted in the nursery. I need him to be a hundred percent focused. I have a feeling that once I get back things around here will fucking blow up. Stefan brushes his hair away from his eyes, his fingers all grubby from working on a bike. Yeah? I nod. I just need the shit to wait until I get back before it blows. I take the gun from Stefan lock it into its holster. Kick the bike into gear and speed off before Stefan can ask another question. As soon as I reach the gate, all bets are off from a protection point of view. Luckily, I won't be going far with the bike. My exit is more of a show for all the talking crows and dregs who can never mind their own fucking business. I hit the road, relish the exhilaration that kicks as the G's one, grabs hold of the tar. Wind brushes up against me, fires up my adrenaline as it urges me into race mode. Rainwater shoots up behind us as I push the G's to reach 120 within seconds. Few things can describe the little love I have for things in this world. Sure, being a Bancroft is the downside of it, but by God, sharing in some of these mechanical splendors. Speed. The rush. We glide around the bend in the road and I slow down knowing if I push too much, I'll miss my turn. I gear down a bit, look around to ensure no glaring eyes, zero strays walking around, then move towards the side where I know I'll need to cut into the dense bush. The rain luckily erases any visible traces of me leaving the road. I push on in a steadier pace. Gravel road requires a bit more caution, dash less speed, more power, absolute focus. As soon as I hit the second turn I come to a halt, pull up the location Sarge sent me digitally. I add the coordinates into my wrist GPS. Turn right in 600 meters. The female voice stipulates. I take another look around before I push the bike back into gear and start to move at a slow pace. Turn right, I abide. In approximately 500 meters your destination will be on your left. I push on slowly as the bush densest, the earth covered with wild grass. It's not as if I'm looking for a house, more a space. The path ends with a bend and I stand in front of a huge cliff. I get off the bike, push it along into the black sleeve I notice on the right side. You have reached your destination. No shit. I open my visor as the darkness swallows us, the bush closing behind. I snap open the glow stick I carry in my jacket pocket and move along the cave wall. Around the bend sits an opening where I leave the G's. Further down I notice the soft glittering light, proof of my porthole. I look around for Tobias's object, the thing I need to take with in order to ensure the hole closes behind me. Sarge will collect the bike later. Of course, a cosmos too. Go figure. Plausible yet not outright obvious for those that don't know what to look for, I consider as I step into the porthole. The darkness vomits me out into the portroom looking down on a goalie 3. I don't come here as often as I like, use it mostly for meetings. A quick scan of the loft ensures me everything's intact. I check the time. There's an envelope with a female jacket at the door.
Tobias in his notes. The address. A quick scan on a map. I swap my riding gear out for my second skins for, and focus on transforming. Too much clothing in a transformation could ultimately be a problem. Transforming out isn't the problem, transforming in though, could leave your junk on show. Second skins avoid junky situations, they come along for the ride. Not that I care for being exposed but in the wrong situation, second skins can be a lifesaver. A quick whiff of the jacket and I'm through the pet flap, out the fire door, down the stairs on my way to track down our target. The walk would take a somatic at a good pace, two hours. In canine form I managed to half it. I'm still deliberating the benefits of canine, and there are plenty, for when I get to pee everywhere, when I turn the corner of the street to find the stench of death at level 9. I move closer, slower. Hungry vamps would literally eat anything. The smell worsens as I near the front of the house. I survey the area instinctively. Death has a distinctive smell, somewhat acidic, like nail polish remover. Older vamps have a way to conceal it though with all their snake-like mannerism. They put up a fucking outstanding show, stalking, luring, enticing. Bitching predators. The smell here however isn't what I expected. I was hoping for odors of my target, dash faint layers of rose, twinge of cinnamon. What I'm finding however is the aroma of a fresh kill. Traces of acidity. I decide to throw caution aside and move around the house scanning more area, taking in other smells then move back to the front where I find the front door ajar. Another quick survey and I push ahead. Dust layers the scant furniture. Not very clean for a nurse, I think, and what do we have here? Noticing bullets strewn across the floor. The iron-like smell of fresh blood evident. There's a distinctive air of coldness. I halt in the first room considering the familiarity of the air. Could it be, the air was chilled by one of those Nubian demons you usually find in the high court or temple? Something was really off around here. I move towards a heap of clothes, taking the smells of cinnamon rose, iron, blood. I follow it down the passage towards the back where I locate a trapdoor. More confusion as the smell of deathly cinnamon fills the air. She was here. Her smell sits more predominant in this area except it's filtered with thick layers of fresh blood. A clatter of a gate close by pulls me from the investigation. I hear footsteps rush past the windows and dash to the front door just in time to see the shadow of someone rush down the street. Sickly cinnamon saturates the wind. I halt confused by the turn of events. Put two and two together. Shadows dart along the edge of the street. Without contemplation I rush off in chase knowing instinctively that whatever I am about to find is nothing at all like Tobias described. Dash. 1. G's, R12000 G's BMW motorcycle. 2. A flower brought to South Africa and contaminated horse feed during the Anglo-Boer War. 3. Johannesburg inner city. 4. Light running shorts. Copyright 2011. Nadine Merritt's, Agazi Trilogy Incorporated. Podcast link.